0: This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey,
1: gang. How's everybody doing? Hope you're not stuck in a ditch somewhere. Listen to us until somebody can come keep you up. Hope you are safe and sound and warm and, man, hopefully at home and streaming us online right now. But uh, all of you that are out and about, hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being safe out there. We got a couple of hours to kill on a National Signing Day edition of the Workday Red Zone. I know, I know. Today is not quite as high as it used to be as it was before the December signing period. But we got news. We'll get into it over the course of today's show. And we appreciate you being along for the ride here on the Ticket Radio Network. So many different places you can find us on your radio dial. Hopefully, everything's still coming in loud and clear today. Unfortunately, when we get ice, sometimes that can kind of hamper our signal a little bit on our transmitter towers. But fingers crossed, uh, you're able to hear us loud and clear today. If you're not, of course, you can always stream us online at 953thetickets.com. And I believe the app is going strong today as well. Uh, download the TuneIn app if you have not already. Search for KNEA. And you will be able to take us with you on the go. If you want to shout at us today, of course, there are always several different ways you can get in touch with us. One is the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. That number is 870-930-3776. And social media is also an option, facebook.com slash the ticket radio, where you all have been busy, busy voting uh, for those Drive Player of the Week nominees. And then, of course, I'm on Twitter as well. Got a KevinOnCars.com question posted for you today at Kara underscore Richie. Or you can search for the question by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio today for the entire program, not just Hour One, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, but the whole show. Ryan James with us today. Yeah. So I guess this means you're able to navigate this stuff without too many issues?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had, had the Arkansas Morning Show today, done a little bit of some other tracking around the station, so it's been a day so far, but... Ready to do some work day red zone too.
1: Okay, well, hey, thanks for being here for the whole show. Uh, the staff today at EAB is pretty much limited to who can get here and who cannot. Yeah. Uh, we are unfortunately not going to be able to catch up with Keith Merritt today. He's normally with us on Wednesdays. Is uh, he's iced in, and again, that's the case for a lot of folks right now. So uh, there's look if you can't get anywhere today, you're not you're not missing anything. There's everything to the best of my knowledge in Jonesboro right now is either canceled or closed. Yep. So, there is certainly not any type of pressing need to get out and about. Now, we wanted to come in because, again, it's National Signing Day, and that's a great day. A lot of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, quickly, before we dive into the headlines, we will tell you who you're going to hear from today. Of course, Ron and I, again, are going to be here for the full two hours. In Hour 2, we're also going to catch up with the voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, typically... Uh, he joins us on Tuesdays, but yeah, we took we, we took a snow day yesterday, so not able to have that conversation. We'll bring it to you today at one thirty, And then also today we have our Calmer Solutions A-State update, and uh, we're going to hear some audio from A-State basketball coaches Mike Bilotto and Destiny Rogers. That'll happen today around the 12.30 window. So that's the game plan for today's show uh, since we are nice and safe and warm. Inside the ticket studio, I cannot imagine anything happening that would alter that game plan. I say this now, and then we're going to get to those segments and everything's going to get weird, and I will have just lied, but uh, we'll cross our fingers for the best. As mentioned, today is National Signing Day for Arkansas State and, of course, around college football. The Red Wolves signed the majority of their 2023 class in the December signing period, so uh, not as much news today. However, so far, the team has announced nine new signees for this class of 2023 so the cliff notes version that we'll throw at you real quick and of course we'll look at all these players later on in more detail so far a state has announced a high school quarterback signee a transfer quarterback signee a two transfer corner signees an offensive line transfer commit a linebacker commit from the portal a wide receiver commit that you guys are going to be familiar with from the portal. And then a couple of specialists as well in a kicker and uh, I believe a long snapper. So we'll discuss again nine players that have been announced so far. Uh, We'll go through the news and notes on those coming up later. Of course, A-State added 29 players, including 20 high school commits back in December. The class is still rated tops in the Sunbelt Conference. Also today, Butch Jones is going to be having a press conference later. It's a Zoom press conference as uh, they're doing us a solid for those of us that can't get, get out to campus. Uh, we're going to touch base with Coach Jones, touch base with some of those early enrollees in this class of 2023. And, of course, uh, we'll do a lot of recapping regarding that media session coming up on tomorrow's show. In other news and notes, Devontae Davis, Ricky Council, the fourth both scored 19 points apiece, and Arkansas never trailed in an 81-70 win over Texas A&M Tuesday night. Razorbacks led by eight points and a half, and they quickly push that lead to double digits out of the break. So Arkansas, eleven and one this season at home, ten and one at Bud Walton Arena. Coming up tonight, Memphis Grizzlies continue their home stand at FedEx Forum. They will be taking on Portland. I believe Danny Green is going to be making his well debut for the for the franchise. Uh, we'll find out more about that later. But that game time is at six o'clock. That means your pregame coverage is going to start up at five thirty. Right here on the ticket. Our com question today. I want to know which member of this A-State football signing class. Are you the most excited about? And this is the full signing class by the way. Not just today's signees. But the December signees. The February signees. The high school signees. The transfer portal signees. Is there one player in that full group. Which right now is up to I think somewhere in the neighborhood of 38 members. So one player, maybe a little bit more than others, that you're really, really looking forward to seeing in that Red Wolves uniform. We mentioned uh, there are some some signees. So let's go over some of these players that they have announced. The very first signee that was announced today was a high school quarterback, Christian Hunt, a quarterback out of Redondo Beach, California. Went to Redondo Union High School, a three-star player uh we'll again go into more detail especially on the quarterbacks coming up later. Second announcement today another another quarterback JT Shroud, of course this was a guy we knew about as uh that commitment news broke I think on on Monday from some national sources that he committed to Arkansas State. Uh he verified that from his own personal account by tweeting out a commitment post yesterday. Uh so JT Shroud in the fold think that puts the tally in the quarterback room now to either five or six we'll double check on that uh the two corners that have committed one is Manny Stokes I know we talked about him on the program uh, a while back when he committed he is transferring from Coastal Carolina and then also Dante Thomas and that's one of those that I'm like oh I think we talked about him did we talk about him I hope we talked about him if not we're talking about him today uh but he is a corner from Incarnate Word uh of course um a-State continues to load up on the Ole Miss offensive linemen. The one announced today is Jalen Cunningham. So he joins a couple of additional guys uh, that have already signed and are already on campus uh, to play for Arkansas State. That played last season at Ole Miss. And one question I have today that I'm going to be interested to, to ask and hopefully hear from these young men is just, what, what if any was the, the Jordan Rhodes effect? on getting these guys onto the Arkansas State campus because, of course, we know he transferred in from Ole Miss prior to the season last year started, I believe, every game except one and was uh, a big addition there, not just from a offensive line standpoint but from a leadership standpoint as well. So I'll be curious to hear from uh, these players from Ole Miss as to how much of an impact maybe conversations with Jordan Rhodes had on their decision to land at Arkansas State. Uh, On the defensive side of things, or switching back to the defensive side of things, Gavin Potter, a linebacker, has been announced today. He's a transfer out of Kansas that I know we've discussed at uh, one point in time. So that is official. And then also Corey Rucker has officially uh, returned to Arkansas State. He's signed. He is good to go. In terms of the specialist, Arkansas State is bringing in a kicker by the name of clune van andel that's a good specialist name and uh, he's out of forest hills eastern high school which is in grand rapids michigan i'll be honest i don't know much about clune so we're going to learn that together today and then additionally uh, a state bringing in a long slap a long snapper uh, in terms of the specialist group but uh, that's lucas Ott, who's at of web city high school in missouri so those are the young men we'll be learning more about throughout the course of today's show. Again, our CavanaughCars.com question. Which member of this A-State signing class are you the most excited about? Of course, uh, while we will focus a lot today on, on signing day and, and things that are more, you know, collegiate topics, the big news nationally, if somehow you missed it so far this morning, is the fact that Tom Brady has re-retired. I guess that's a word. If not, it is now. Uh, But uh, he officially put out a post this morning saying he's retiring, and yes, for good this time, and uh, that that final loss was going to be it. He was hanging them up after 23 seasons in the NFL and seven Super Bowl wins. He put out a post this morning and said, quote, I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. And then, of course, there's a short video that he has posted across all of his social media uh, channels. Now, if you feel like this is deja vu all over again, it is because it is on this exact date in 2022 when Tom Brady said he would retire. He made that same announcement on February the 1st. And, of course, we know that uh, he was retired for all of 40 days and then returned to play his third season in Tampa. But... Uh, Again, he is saying that, that the retirement is going to stick this time and that now he is expected to step into that role with Fox Sports as a TV broadcaster. And that looks to be what is next on the horizon for Brady, of course. We'll sprinkle in some conversations about that today as well because how in the world. Could we not? But our cars.com question, football-related, signing day-related, we'll let you think about it for a moment as we step aside and take our first break here in this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We'll start diving into some answers, diving into a little signing day talk as well. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
0: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys,
3: how did I tweet on this thing? It's
0: Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone.
3: Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit betley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700.
4: David Martin Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Arkansas State and Northeast Arkansas. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, go to David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business. Desks, seating, cubicles, design layouts, space planning, and more. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross that finish line. Online at dmi-office.com. And next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1970. ADJ
3: it's a mix-and-match special now at all Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, Domino's stuffed cheesy bread, salad, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole game. The mix-and-match special with any two for only $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. Only at your Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations.
5: New homeowners and homeowners. Across the region, continue to be thrilled with just how easy their home buying process was made thanks to the folks at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Joe had to say
4: Mary and her team at First Financial Mortgage were excellent. I never had any worries, even with all my many questions.
5: They guided me in
4: the best way and made my worries disappear. Professional, kind, and considerate. Call
5: Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram today, 935 7808. First Financial Mortgage, proud supporters of A State Athletics, Equal Housing Lender member FDIC.
3: NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragould.
5: The Ace Day women play at Coastal Carolina Thursday at 5 on the Ticket Radio Network, while the men host South Alabama at 7 on 1079 K5. Red Wolves Basketball brought to you in part by Centennial Bank, 1812 Pizza, Arkansas State University. More air conditioning, Mr. T's, Jim's Pawn Shop, NEA Golf Cars, Bamboo Japanese Cuisine, Calmer Solutions, Poinsett Turf Grass Company, Farmers and Merchants Bank, David Martin Office Furniture, Purcell Tire and Service Center, and Crumble Cookies.
6: first was diagnosed with glaucoma.
3: There were no symptoms. I had no headaches.
6: Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half
1: don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life.
0: So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that.
7: Make a plan today to get your eyes checked.
8: Visit brightfocus.org to learn more.
0: This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Now we're brought to you by David Martin, Office Interiors, Kara, and Ryan here with you. Apologize. I almost said Alex just on just on
9: autopilot.
1: Apologize. Apologies to Ryan here, as Ryan was able to make it into the office. And I'll be honest. Look, I did, I didn't drive today. I, a shout out to uh, my favorite taxi service, aka the Matt Stoltz Taxi Service. Um, very dependable.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Got me from the house to the office in one piece. So big fan. Five stars. No um, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if there's like a app somewhere I can go and give him a driver rating like you would on Uber, but five stars. When you make an app for Matt, I know when I, we will. We will. Uh, he'll join us at one thirty. We'll talk a little signing day with Voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz. and of course we'll talk some hoops that's coming up uh, later on this week. We'll actually hear some more on hoops in the next segment as well. But uh, signing day is the main topic today around the college athletics world. So again, we're asking you, which member of the A-State signing class are you the most excited about? I'm going to cheat because it's my question and I can. And while I'm not necessarily throwing out my first answer in terms of a one single individual, um, look, the most... The most thing that the thing that I am the most excited about, excuse me if I can get my words straight since my brain still thinks it's a snow day, is obviously what A State is doing to revamp this offensive line. I mean, that is that was the number one need in the offseason. Well, that and quarterback, kind of a one A, one B. But you had to have better offensive line play because you could have brought in, you know, the best quarterback on the planet, and if he's still out there running for his life the whole time, then that doesn't help you as much as it possibly could. So A State went out and heavily, heavily, heavily addressed that need. And I mean that both literally and, and figuratively, in terms of, of heavily, uh, the announcement today was Jalen Cunningham. Uh, that is the, the latest offensive lineman that was that was announced today. He is a six foot five, three hundred and thirty pound load. Uh, he's a redshirt senior, so he's got a lot of football under his belt, and he transfers from Ole Miss. Of course, this is fascinating. To me, because A-State has not one, not two, not three, uh, excuse me, but three Ole Miss transfers. Because A-State announced on December, back in December, that signing period, the additions of Hamilton Hall and Tobias Braun. Now, if I'm recalling correctly, uh, the, the two additions in December were both tackles and Cunningham is primarily played guard. So you're able to go in and and add some depth there, add some size, add just players on offensive line. And, of course, A-State also added in the December signing period, Jacob Bayer, who is the transfer out of Lamar, 6'3", 315. That is is widely expected to uh, potentially be a State starting center coming up this fall, especially since Ethan Miner is now transferred out of the program. I think he is at North Texas or is going to North Texas. So... There you go. You're going to have a completely different look from, from left to right coming up in 2023 than we saw last season. I've tried to kind of guesstimate what that offensive line looks like. Uh, I, I I do think that they, they love Alaric Watson. They'll try and get him at left tackle. I do feel pretty confident that, you know, we'll see Jacob Bayer there at center. Uh, I do think, you know, Makai Butler is going to have a good chance to come in and continue to hold down the fort at left guard where was, he was able to start every game last year. But then the right side is a lot more up in the air. But yes, that is that is what I'm the most excited about. That's It's the 1A and, and, and 1B, offensive line and quarterback. So A-State went out and really addressed that offensive line and brought in three Ole Miss transfers. A Lamar transfer. And then in addition to that. Brought in some high school guys as well. And Walker Davis from down the road in Benton. And Mason Myers out of Moody, Alabama. So all in all six. Offensive linemen. In this signing class. It was a position of need. They went out and addressed it. Fun times all around. So that is my first answer to today's question. Which again is which member of the A-State signing class. Are you the most excited about? We'll talk quarterbacks with you here in a minute. But again, uh, there were a couple of QB signees announced today. Uh, JT Shroud is a guy we talked about earlier this week. But there is kind of new news today in the addition of Christian Hunt. Christian Hunt is a quarterback out of Redondo Union High School in Redondo Beach, California. By the way, the first four signees announced today. We're from a beach, a beach, a beach, and a beach. I don't know how many of them visited Jonesboro. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how the the beach at Craighead Forest is gonna compare to the one in Pensacola. But I just hope, I hope, I hope these guys have been to Jonesboro. At this point in time, I, I don't know. I don't know what is is comparable scenery wise in town right now to uh, to Redondo Beach. I don't know if anybody got the news. I don't know if any of these signees today got the news that there was currently an ice storm <laughs> in Jonesboro before they signed. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully they they signed before they were aware of that news. But back to Christian Hunt. Uh, he's got good size. He's listed as either depending on where you look, six five or six six. Um, so you so you like that right out of the gate. Kind of an interesting recruiting process. It looks like maybe for Hunt. Uh, there are not any offers listed other than Arkansas State on, on what I think of as, as the primary recruiting pages. So 24-7, on three, and rivals. I uh, just saw Arkansas State as his only offer listed. However, he was clearly being talked to by other programs around the country because you go and you look at his Twitter account and there's a lot of different teams that have wished him well throughout the course of, of the season. You know, a lot of times once high school players get into the playoffs – There are teams that will send them like good luck graphics and things like that to post on their social media. And he certainly had plenty of those uh, from schools like Georgia Southern, uh, Washington State or a couple that I remember. Um, So he was I don't know if, if there were other teams out there that were on the cusp of offering him a scholarship. If they did offer him a scholarship and it wasn't reported, if these were walk on offers. But I mean, he was he was being eyed. By some other programs around the country. I cannot find his full stats for the 2022 season. I know he played for a successful program. Uh, I believe they went to the playoffs for at least a game. So he's used to some success there. I know uh, going into the final game of the regular season. So again, with nine games under his belt this year, he had thrown for 17 touchdowns and four interceptions. Uh, Last season as a junior, he threw for almost 1,900 yards, 18 touchdowns, seven interceptions. So I like the touchdown-to-interception ratio. Uh, This year he was a second-team All-Bay League uh, quarterback selection. So good. Uh, You need more quarterbacks, you got more quarterbacks. Uh, Shroud, of course, we talked about earlier this week, a guy who statistically maybe the numbers from his time at Colorado just don't necessarily knock you off your feet. We've seen some other numbers uh, regarding Shroud as well. Including a number that really stands out about how many passes his receivers dropped this year. So, clearly, if some folks could hold on to the ball, you're looking at a guy with a significantly better completion percentage than the one right now that is, uh, that is showing up, just looking at his stats without any other information attached to that. So, again, Shrout and Hunt. Hunt. Is signed, since he is a high school player, you still go through the National Letter of Intent process. Of course, Shroud is a a transfer guy, so now you just cross your fingers and, you know, hope he still shows up. A-State's already announced one transfer quarterback. It did not stick. So, again, this is a fingers-typed, fingers-crossed, excuse me, type of situation. A lot of the guys that were announced today are guys that are already on campus, uh, which is good news. In fact, I think the only ones uh that we that are not already on campus are the two specialists that we mentioned that, that were announced today in LucasOtt and Clune. Apologies, I just went blank on the last name, so I'm gonna to refer to him as Kloon Kicker. Uh, for the remainder of this segment until I write it down and get it in front of me. So, Clune, Kicker and Lucas Odd are your specialists that are not yet on campus. The two quarterbacks are not yet on campus. But the other signees and the other uh, transfer signees that we mentioned are in Jonesboro. They they have started uh, attending classes, so those guys are good. They're in the fold. Manny Stokes, Dante Thompson, Jalen Cunningham, Gavin Potter, Corey Rucker, those guys are in the fold for A-State football. I'm sure they've already started out. They well, I know they've already been doing stuff in the weight room, and then of course, spring camp is going to start on March the fourth. One other item of note today, you'll also see a lot of news about walk-ons, uh, as they will be tweeting out, um, or some different coaches have started uh, tweeting out information. There, A State Nation tweeting out uh, some of the walk-on commits and and. So that is uh, an important aspect to this team as well. I do want to flashback a couple of weeks ago. And for our com question, I think back on January the 19th, we did ask you guys, after the first round of signing day and transfer portal entries, how did you feel about the state of the Arkansas State football roster? And at that point in time, the overwhelming favorite out of the options that we gave you were that you all felt mostly positive. I would guess, based on what A-State added today, that you all would still be in that mind frame. But didn't want to throw that question back out there at you. In fact, we probably won't uh, revisit that question until after the second uh, transfer portal window, which will not be until May. So then, of course, we'll continue to have more of a glimpse of what this A-State roster will look like. Again, there's kind of like three... Or maybe even four steps now to a complete roster. You've got the December signing period, uh, the first portal closure date, which was back on January the 19th, the second signing period, which is now February the 1st, and then the second transfer portal period. Man, this was a lot easier when everything, everything regarding your roster happened on the first Wednesday in February. But hey, it is what it is. Hey, let's step aside. Of course, Arkansas State basketball is going to be back at it tomorrow. Uh, And it's time for our Calmer Solutions A-State update. We're going to have some audio from A-State's head basketball coaches, Mike Bilotto and Destiny Rogers, when we return here in this new hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Keep it with us on The Ticket. The
0: only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis.
1: And when you speak of him, you speak
0: well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday
3: Red Zone. Rice prices still up, everything else down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. March corn at 6.76 and a quarter down three and a half. With May corn at 6.74 and three quarters down two and three quarters. March soybeans at 15.13 and a half down 24 and a half. May soybeans at 15.09 and a quarter down 21. March wheat at 7.50 and a quarter down 11. With May wheat at 7.61 down nine and a half. March cotton at 85.55 down 67. May cotton at 86.24 down 71. March rice at 17.93 up 10 and a half. May rice at 18.27 and a half up nine. Moving on to livestock now. February live cattle 150. 840 down 45. With April live cattle at 162.10 down 92.5. March feeder cattle at 183.10 down 3.05. With April feeder cattle at 187.62 and a half down 2.42 and a half. February lane hogs at 74.07 and a half down 80. With April lane hogs at 83.40 down 3.02 and a half. That's your EAB noon market report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day.
0: In the South, farmland isn't one-size-fits-all.
3: That's why Delta Pine cotton varieties are bred and tested locally to improve yield potential in your neck of the woods. Featuring advanced weed and insect control to protect your cotton all season
0: long and excellent yield potential for more pounds per acre. It's no wonder Delta Pine cotton consistently performs year after year. Find the cotton varieties to improve performance on your operation at deltapine.com. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. How would you like to be a step ahead of your competition? I'm talking about the cotton pests that eat at your bottom line, like key tarnish plant bug and thrip species. With ThriveOn Technology, you can. It's the industry's first cotton biotech trait to offer built-in protection against these insects. Talk to your local bear rep or dealer about this breakthrough technology or learn more at Thriveon.com. Contact your local sales representative to learn about the availability of ThriveOn technology. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. I'm Bob Moore, president of Moore Air Conditioning.
7: We are a rapidly growing HVAC company looking to hire passionate and motivated team members. We're hiring for multiple positions with competitive pay. So if you have the desire to help people and are ready to be part of a family, not just a job, apply today. Don't wait. Call 870-336-2023 to apply or find out more about our open interview days. You
2: deserve more do
10: So if you're ready to lose weight and you want to lose weight in a healthy way, it's time to turn to the team at Elite Total Health. Yo, Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 4,300 pounds and counting. Yes, it's real. It's proven to work. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've probably heard of semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. Semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. So don't trust Billy Bob's tanning and tires with your health and weight loss medication. Turn to the the clinic that has the people in place that do this every single day. Elite Total Health has multiple weight loss medications available, including semaglutide. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro.
4: At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve. And that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you at Centennial Bank. We're banking with you in mind.
5: Centennial Bank, member
2: FDIC.
0: Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone as we continue this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Kara and Ryan hanging out. Time to dive into our Calmar Solutions A-State update as we get ready for some hoops tomorrow for Arkansas State as they continue Sunbelt Conference play. The men going to be in Jonesboro tomorrow and they are going to be hosting South Alabama in a rematch of a game we've already seen earlier this season. Where a state fell on the road uh suffered a sixty five forty three setback on uh, the very first Thursday of the twenty twenty three calendar year, and then the women are going to be on the road at coastal Carolina tomorrow, and uh we'll hear from both of those head coaches uh first things first with this to the best of my knowledge there there are not any travel issues thankfully for a state or the teams that they are playing. Uh, The South Alabama men's team, I believe, is already in Jonesboro, as are the officials. So, even if, Lord forbid, we do get another round of this yuck tonight, and even if there's more frozen stuff and and skating rinks on the roads, uh, that game is still going to be able to be played as scheduled tomorrow night at First National Bank Arena. I know the women's team, I'm not sure what time their flight was originally scheduled to leave this morning. I think they bumped it back a little bit. But again, to the best of my knowledge, no travel issues there. So that game should still be a go tomorrow at Coastal Carolina. So that's the good news. Uh, now that we've covered the ba- the very basics of whether or not these games are going to be played, let's dive in to some audio here. Uh, we'll start with men's basketball coach Mike Bilotto. A little bit of a lengthy clip uh, to start here, but uh, he kind of dives into everything going on. Right now, for a state foot or excuse me, a state basketball. That's probably not the first time I'm going to do this today. Uh, for a state basketball, talking about uh, the the two games the team played last week, the two games that are coming up this week for the Red Wolves.
8: Um, you know, obviously, we, not the uh, outcome that we wanted, of course. Um, but after looking at the film, I, I do feel that our team is continuing to play hard. Our efforts good uh, you know, especially the last game, we just gotta, we just gotta make open shots. You know, it's a couple of times, multiple times where we had opportunities to tie or go up and, and we had good looks. It just didn't go in. So, you know, it, it's something that we got to continue with our confidence, certain guys stepping up, uh, when needed, you know, Terrence came back, obviously was out, uh, with his injury and, and played Thursday and Saturday, still big time sore, but fighting through it, uh, Caleb has been playing with a fractured wrist since the 22nd of December. It's really affected his game, but he's continuing to fight through it. Um, So we're just battling through injuries and trying to make guys as healthy as possible for games and with limited practice time, um, you know, over the course of the year. So and, and moving into this week. You know, I think South Alabama is a really good team. Their their record's not really indicative of how good they are. I think Isaiah Moore is probably one of the better uh, guards in our league, and he's a tough cover because he's really not a great shooter, but it's almost like an undersized four man Draymond Green, uh, you know, type player. Um, and he's tough, and he makes passes. And you know, they got obviously Kevin Samuel, who's a, a load inside, and without having a B. Um, Available for the next uh, couple weeks. He he fractured his hand in practice, so he'll be out until probably the end of February. Um, You know, it's limited time for, you know, limited spots for us to be able to play different guys at him. So, and then moving into Coastal, I don't know much about him. Uh, You know, we're trying to concentrate right now on South Al, but I do know I I have a lot of respect for Coach Ellis, and I know he does a great job. I know they're always good defensively. So it's just continuing to stay confident and, uh, you know, in, in, upbeat spirits our guys are working hard we had a great practice yesterday and and they continue to fight um and you know with a limit with a short roster it's something that we had to continue to do and keep guys healthy to uh make sure they're available for games
1: not really related to what we heard they're kind of sort of a tiny bit but not really but coastal carolina's cliff ellis by the way if you're unaware like you guys remember the all all the old desecchi's commercials which i think they still run them from time to time where they've got the most interesting man in the world if they did the most interesting man in the Sun Belt, those commercials would have to be about Cliff Ellis. We'll talk more about that, though, when Coastal Carolina is set to, to roll into town. Uh, of course, a big issue right now for Arkansas State is the fact that this team has been playing with a short bench. They are beat up. Even the guys that are able to get out on the court, like Caleb Fields, who Coach Pilato referenced there, um, they are not even remotely close to 100%. And Coach Pilato talks about trying to manage the minutes with this team when you just you don't have your dudes.
8: Yeah, I, I think more, you know, if you look at the minutes, we, we tried to balance out, you know, the minutes. I don't think a guy's played a ton, but, like, if you look at Avery and Fields they're in the mid-30s, and it's just the way they play and what they're asked to do, especially Caleb and Terrence, you know, they, they got to create for other people. And it's, it's, yeah, it's wearing on them a little bit. You know, I think the one that, is, believe it or not, I think the one that is taking the most toll on is uh, Omar because, you know, Omar's been been a guy who we asked to guard the other team's best post player you know um and then also take take on a scoring load as well you know so him and fields kind of have the same responsibility except with him he's rebounding getting banged up in there you know and, and I think it's not so much the minutes he plays it's the stretches you know we can't give him breaks like we like to you know because Isaiah gets in foul trouble and then we don't have another backup center so yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been something that we're trying to fight through, you know, and trying to adjust to, but, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I just told him, try to pick your spots better, you know, and try to try to make sure you know when you want to attack, you know, harder times than others and, and what pace you want to play at, depending on how you feel. You know, him, uh, Terrence, and Caleb can flip-flop the point guard position. Caleb doesn't always have to bring it up, so maybe that'll give him a little bit of rest. But, yeah, it's been something that we're talking about, but, you know, our hands are tied without, without, without any options.
1: Continuing here, Uh, this team, of course, trying to deal with, you know, being on on this losing streak. You know, how do you stay positive? Uh, How do you continue to encourage these players? How do do you um, continue to to keep them focused on the task at hand? And and how do you make adjustments along the way to continue to make these games competitive?
8: Yeah, we we question ourselves um, daily as far as what we can do to adjust. You know, we go back to the film and we even try to adjust during – during the game and, and um, you know, it, when you look at all these games, so there's always a, a point in the game, every single one, where it's a second half, it's a one-possession game or two-possession game, we get an open look, we miss it, they come down and make a big play. And then from that point on, it has that's where the hump has been where we couldn't couldn't get over you know what i mean and and we're just trying to continue to find a way through adversity to fight through that moment and not let that moment come as opposed to being down trying to be up or tied trying to make a big play in in the second half and momentum going our way but yeah it does wear on you obviously you want your team to win you know and and, um our process is something that we've we've stuck to you know we we've we're not going to change anything we're doing because of as far as morale and character wise because of the losing streak you know what i mean we approach every everything the same way our coaching staff still works hard we still scout the same way we still you know put in all the time and effort and it's just making these guys believe you know it is it's it's tough but you know just got to get through it and this is what adversity is all about i keep telling them trust me guys you're going to face a hell of a lot more adversity than a nine-game losing streak in your life trust me so uh, if you can get through this you, you prepare yourself for something better um, and myself as well. So we're just, yeah, it weighs on, you. it does. But again, we got to stay positive and continue to work.
1: Come couple more clips here from A State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto. Of course, uh, this is a rematch that we're going to see tomorrow night at First National Bank Arena. A State has already played South Alabama. Uh, the game did occur in Mobile. It was back on January the 5th. It did not go the Red Wolves' way um, as A State lost that one in that one 63 45. It was a game that was competitive early. And then I guess about midway through the first half, South Al went on a nine-zero 0 run. And then after that, it was just, you know, A-State would narrow the gap a little bit, but was never really able to come close uh, following that. It was um, a tough offensive performance, as you can tell by the 45 points scored. In fact, I think that is, if I'm looking correctly here, the lowest scoring game for A-State this season. Uh, they only shot 28% in that game. It was just a tough one all around. And uh, Coach Pilato talks about that first Jaguars meeting and uh, what they did defensively that really stifled the Red Wolves.
8: Yeah, you know, I, I look at it. I thought um, their guards posed a lot of problems with um, not allowing our guards to dictate off pick and rolls. I think, um, you know, Turbo is uh, – Terrell Jones, who I've known for a long time, is is a really good on-ball defender. I think Parm is is not giving enough credit for his on ball defense, you know, and then Isaiah Moore. Those guys do a great job at being physical and getting over screens. So, you know, we gotta do a better job of using utilizing pick and rolls because, you know, we try to come off and we couldn't really get off him. We couldn't get two on the ball, so we couldn't get sprays for for, for shots. And then Samuel, you know, he's tough to, to uh, deal with inside, you know, finishing at the rim. He's so big, and he's got – you know, he blocks shots. So it's just something that we talked about and try to put him in positions where he's late rotating over or, you know, trying to trying to get him out of the way um, and then be more aggressive off, off our pace. I thought our pace was terrible that game. You know, we scored in the 50s, and – we got to pick up the pace. Um, we've been doing a little bit of better job of that uh, as of late. Our possessions have gone up. Um, you know, we just got to make shots.
1: Last clip here from Coach Bilotto. Uh Obviously, I you know a lot of people have questions about Caleb Fields, his status, his health. I mean, I do as well. Uh, he is again playing through a wrist injury, as Coach Bilotto stated in a previous comment. That is an injury that he has been dealing with since since A State played Little Rock. Uh, which of course was before conference play, so he's been battling this for forever. At this point in time, he is playing through it, dealing with the pain because they need him out there. But that being said, you can look at his numbers, you can look at the way he plays, and, and know that he's clearly not himself, and that he is, uh, you know, dealing with some pain there in that wrist. And Coach Bolatto just talks about, you know, his status where he's at, and um, you know what his wrist injury means right now for this team.
8: No, he did. You know, he, it, it bothered him. I'm not gonna lie. He did not play in the second half against Southern Miss. He took a bad fall in the first, you know. Um and then it, it's it's weird it's a weird deal because he, he needs to he needs to rest. <laughs> he doesn't want to. You know, it's his choice to he wants to play and he wants to fight through it. Um it's not gonna get any worse from where the break is. The the issue is without rest it can't heal. And he always takes hits on it. And it all depends on how he gets hit. You know, sometimes he'll be just trying to deflect the ball and hit him and, and it'll it'll swell up you know other times he'll be okay you know but every time he shoots it bothers him so it's just something that we're just dealing with and pain tolerance and you know with him he's such a tough kid for him to do that and play through that pain you know for his university and his team like that shows you what kind of young man he is so um but yeah it's something that we're dealing with it's it's frustrating for him it's frustrating for us but you know that's the part that we're dealt
1: Again, that was A-State men's basketball coach Mike Bilotto. Actually, we're going to split up our A-State update today into two parts because we need to go ahead and squeeze in a break. Uh, So that was part one of our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. We're going to throw some uh, audio at you from head women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers as well. We're going to try and do that when we come back from a break. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
0: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network.
11: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Denver Broncos went all in last offseason in order to secure Russell Wilson. The trade helped make the Broncos a popular Super Bowl pick. The team featured multiple dangerous weapons on offense and a talented defense that finished just outside the top 10 in points per game. But unfortunately for Denver, Wilson wasn't as advertised. That made the multiple first-round picks in exchange for the quarterback a hard pill to swallow. In order to right the ship, the Broncos fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett after 15 games, and yesterday the team shipped off a first-round pick and second-round pick in exchange for Sean Payton. Payton is an elite offensive coach and a proven winner. That should help Denver improve the league's worst-scoring offense, but with little to no draft capital in the future, it's going to be tough in a loaded AFC West, suddenly leaving zero room for error as the team continues to scramble to rebuild a contender. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise, This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Time for new tires. Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. And you can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Sumitomo tires. Test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com. The way tire... Play it again. Sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention. Played Again Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Played Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it, Played it Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Played Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway
9: in Jonesboro. When you bank at first security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. It's time for the 52nd annual Junior Auxiliary
4: of Jonesboro Charity Ball Saturday, March 4th at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Red Wolf Convention Center. Tickets are 175 per person and you can get them now online at jajonesboro.org. That's jajonesboro.org. This year's theme is a Circus Soiree, a night under the big top. Registration will begin at 5:30 p.m. with the program and dinner at 6:30 and the live auction at 7:30. This year's program includes gaming with a poker tournament, dancing, live and silent auctions and much more and live music this year with memphis soul review performing on the tommy's express car wash stage all funds raised through the event will go to support the 12 projects that are funded by the junior auxiliary in craighead county we'll see you at the 52nd annual junior auxiliary of jonesboro charity ball saturday march 4th at the embassy suites by hilton red wolf convention center be sure to follow junior auxiliary of jonesboro on social media for more details leading up to the charity ball
0: Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now,
1: 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Let's dive right back in here to our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions before this, uh, the last few minutes here in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors Get Away From Us. We've got a couple quick comments wanted to share with you from A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. And we're going to start here by listening to Coach Rogers recap her team's games from last week. Unfortunately, a couple setbacks for the Red Wolves.
6: Looking forward to this week. Uh, Last week, obviously, I just continue to say the same things over and over again. Not proud of the results, trying to work to get better. Um, Just continuing to do the work in practice, hoping that it'll carry over to the games. Um, Looking forward to getting back to work today in practice and just continuing to work on the things we need to work on. Hopefully, uh, you saw Izzy kind of come into form. On Saturday, uh, with being really aggressive. So, hoping that she can kind of get that rhythm planned that way. Um, had a meeting with her and just told her I wanted her to be ultra aggressive. And so, uh, that's why you saw her take as many shots as she took. And I'm okay with that because I trust the work that Izzy puts in. Um, we just have to get to a point where we uh, play a little bit better together as a team uh, in terms of, you know, the great teams that I've been a part of. It's not about who's doing it, it's just about the team winning. So, I think that's kind of just trying to get the team to come together and play together in that aspect, Um, as well as, you know, just controlling the controllables. You know, we, on Saturday, uh, to be specific, you know, we got 22 old boards and we only got 15 second chance points. We're leaving too many points on the floor. Um, So just trying to capitalize off of those things that are going well for us. And, uh, you know, if we're going to shoot 27 threes, obviously we got to make more. So just trying to get a lot of shots up in practice.
1: Continuing here of course. Uh, she was asked, you know, this team is struggling right now. It's just one winning conference play. How How are you able to, to keep up this team's confidence, not let them get in their heads about these setbacks?
6: Uh, I think it's just doing the work. You know, when, when you're in a slump or you're not scoring well, the, there's only one word that can help you, and that is to do the work. You know, work. Um, so just challenging them to get in the gym, get shots up. Uh, they have, they've been doing partner shooting and things throughout the week, and uh, just trying to incorporate shooting drills and offensive drills into practice to try to help them build their confidence but you know you just you just have to be confident in what you bring to the table and you have to be elite at your role and right now I don't think that we have enough people being elite at their role and that's why it looks the way it looks right now if we can get people to be elite their role we'd be a lot better
1: a couple more comments here Uh, one thing with this team of course is it's mainly the sophomores on this team that are doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So this is still a little bit of a young team. There is still some growth possible from these players on the State State roster.
6: That's probably the only positive that I can pull out of this right now. Um, I think that for me, as you know, I'm not really an excuse type of person. So um, while we are young, we are very talented. So I just think that the results of what we're seeing is is just not what it should be. Um, So, you know, I'm just challenging those babies to grow up quickly. And uh, it kind of is what it is. But looking forward to the future and just being positive about the situation. It is great that they're getting this in-game experience. They're learning a ton. And, you know, when this core group are juniors and seniors, I really expect us to really take off in a major way. Um, But I'm just trying not to look too much into that right now, just trying to focus on right now and just trying to figure out how to get them to be confident right now and so that we we can win more games.
1: Last thing here, as the Red Wolves are on the road, taking on Coastal Carolina tomorrow, the tough task is going to be shutting down Asia Blunt. She is the team leading scorer, the team leading rebounder, and honestly, she did a number on the Red Wolves when these teams met last year in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament.
6: You know, she's just a really good player. Um, she can she can uh, seal really good in the inside, in the post. Um, she can hit shots. She can hit the mid-range. Um, she can pass. She's just kind of an all-around player. Um. So we're going to have to, you know, throw mail let her, throw in or at her, just try to throw fresh legs at her all game and just try to take her out of her game as much as we can.
1: Again, the Arkansas State women on the road at Coastal Carolina. I believe they should be on the way there. That one tips off at 5 o'clock tomorrow. That means your pregame coverage starts at 4.30 right here on the ticket. And again, that was part two of our Calmer Solutions A-State update. We'll talk more A-State with you in the second hour of the program. Some uh, quick news to share, some quick congratulations to share. Cameron Newton-Smith, the Sunbelt Women's Indoor Field Athlete of the Week. Jacob Pyatt, the Men's Track Athlete of the Week in the Sunbelt Conference. Uh, Nobody, nobody should be surprised that Cameron Newton-Smith won those honors. She's currently the collegiate leader in the indoor pentathlon. She is pretty much kicking butt and taking names. So some good honors there for a state track and field. We've got a lot more to get into in the second hour of the program. Some continued debate. About our CavanaughCars.com question, uh, some conversations about Tom Brady and his retirement and so much more. Of course, a chat with the voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. But that wraps up this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Hope you keep it right here with us. We'll be back right after a break here on the Workday Red Zone.
5: That's update brought to you by Plaza tire service. Tom Brady has called it a career. The 45-year-old and 23-year NFL veteran announced his decision this morning on social media. Brady won seven Super Bowls and holds NFL records in passing yards and touchdown passes. It's National Signing Day. After adding 29 players in December's early signing period, A-State head coach Butch Jones is announcing more additions to his 2023 class today. He'll address the media this afternoon. In hoops, Devontae Davis and Ricky Council each scored 19 points as the Razorbacks defeated Texas A&M Tuesday night by the score of 81-70. to And tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies continue their homestand at FedEx Forum as they host Portland. Game time at 6 o'clock right here on the Ticket Radio Network. That's your ticket sports update sponsored by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deal on tires. Keep it tuned right here to the Ticket Radio Network.
10: The big game means you score big deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel. Don't get benched on the side of the road because of tires that you don't trust. Take the offensive approach and get the tires you require and the wheels you desire from Local Tire and Wheel, where this month you can get started for only $7. Only $7 gets you started in six months, same as cash. Local Tire and Wheel believes that everyone should have the option to travel on safe, dependable tires. But most of us don't budget for tires. But when we need them, we need them. And that's where Local Tire & Wheel comes in. You get four tires today, and we build a payment plan to fit your budget with no credit check and everyone approved. And this month, $7 gets you started. Plus, Local Tire & Wheel is kicking off their customer referral program. We'll pay you $100 every time you refer a new customer to us that gets a set of new tires. And this month, $7 gets you started. Local Tire & Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, localtireandwheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire & Wheel Jonesboro
2: best savings anywhere at First National Bank. For a limited time only, a 13-month CD special at 4.03 annual percentage yield. You can visit FNBank.net slash specials to lock in your rate today. Also available by visiting any of our 23 locations in Arkansas and Tennessee. 13 months. 4.03 APY at First National Bank. Offer valid as of November 17, 2022. Rate subject to change. Valid at all locations. $1,000 minimum to open. Penalty for early withdrawal. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
9: The Great
10: Hitrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world.
2: You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater
5: purpose in it. If you think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com.
4: More than ever, we are reimagining our homes as places of retreat. We're minimizing stress and maximizing space. We're dreaming of spa-like bathrooms, complete with beautiful vanities to hide the clutter and make room for candles. We're wishing we could de-stress in a soaking tub or under a rainfall shower at the end of a long day. Make this the year that dream becomes your reality with Home Outlet. Our guaranteed lowest prices put quality products within budget and dream spaces within reach. Visit us in-store or online at homeoutlet.com. This
0: is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Halftime's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie.
6: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We made it halfway through.
1: It's Wednesday. I had to think about it for a second. Of course, we were not with you yesterday. It was a snow day. I think my brain just immediately thought, all right, it's, it's a day off. So is it like another weekend? Is this another Christmas break since it's still winter? I'm just having a few issues getting with it today. But slowly but surely, uh, hopefully this hour will be mostly. You know, coherent. Uh, 130, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, is going to be joining us in studio. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, hopefully everybody is safe and sound and warm in northeast Arkansas. I haven't even looked at at the weather today. Are we really supposed to get another, you know, kind of short round or an additional round of the yuck?
2: There's a chance of it. Mm. There's a chance. I don't know if it's going to be anything like it's been the past 48 hours, but there's a chance.
1: We can hear it. Some of the hourly forecast. If it does happen, you know, thankfully it's it's going to be overnight, so that's not something not something you'll have to worry about when you are leaving the office this afternoon. Uh, but uh, if it does happen, it will happen overnight, and then thankfully tomorrow, by the time it it we're twenty four hours from now, by the time we get back to this point, uh, it does look like you know we will be above freezing, which is going to help out tremendously, and tomorrow. Or excuse me, the day after that, coming up on Friday, sunny sky. So that's going to help melt off a lot of this not fun stuff that everybody is currently trying to navigate. Or hopefully not trying to navigate. Hopefully you're at home. Hopefully you're at home. You're streaming us today on 95.3theticket.com. You are not out in it. Uh, it is, uh, it's not not enjoyable. Uh, what have we been talking about today? Let's start with the com question. Which member of the A-State Signing Class of 2023 are you? the most excited about. I said earlier I have kind of a 1A and a 1B. The, the 1A was the offensive line, which is where Arkansas State needs some significant upgrades there, uh, both in terms of just uh, the starting talent and then also in terms of depth. It would be amazing this year. First things first, it would be amazing if A-State could make it through a year where you did not have a offensive lineman go down to a season-ending injury uh, in the first third of the season. It would be amazing. If Arkansas State was in a situation where they didn't have to have an offensive lineman play through a broken shoulder or a broken foot or, you know, both like we saw last year. And so you needed to address both the the starting talent and the overall depth of that unit, and I believe the Red Wolves did. Another unit that clearly had to be addressed uh, after the departure and graduation of James Blackman was a quarterback. Uh, You knew, you knew you had to have some other people in that room. Uh, Because while there is a lot of excitement about Jackson Daly's future, he has thrown 10 passes in his collegiate career. So, A-State, of course, went out back in December and signed Jalen Rayner, a dual-threat quarterback out of East Forsyth High School in North Carolina. Very excited about that young man. They also uh, signed Will Crowder, but we're going to move on from that. And then today, they announced the addition of a couple of more quarterbacks. Christian Hunt, high school signee out of Redondo Beach, California. A three-star signee there. And then one we've already discussed in J.T. Shrout, who is a quarterback transfer from Colorado. I'm excited about this room. Now, is my excitement based on necessarily logical fact and a significant wealth of data, not so much. It's based more on potential. And in terms of potential, I am absolutely fascinated by, by Jalen Rayner. Uh the thing with Raynor, who is a six foot, 198-pound quarterback out of uh, again, East Forsyth High School, which is in Kernersville, North Carolina, with Raynor, He would be A-State's first true dual-threat guy since Freddie Knighton. And he had crazy, crazy, crazy numbers in 2022. He threw for almost 3,000 yards. He had 40 touchdowns, three interceptions. That was all through the air. Those are pretty fantastic numbers, period, there, right? He also rushed for 1,259 yards and 17 scores. He averaged almost nine yards per carry. Last year. So all in all. His stats. He was responsible for. Oh gosh let me add here. So he was responsible for 57 total touchdowns. And. 4,200 yards offense. That's pretty spectacular. And. The course. the, The thing that helps you the most. With having a dual threat quarterback. Is it takes so much pressure off your offensive line. I don't think still, as a fan base, maybe we <laughs> appreciated Freddie Knight in the way that we should have. But I know that after he graduated, the next year, the offensive line, it was, it was, you were just watching. You're like, man, did these guys take a step back? You know, it doesn't seem like there's any time for um, A-State's running backs to, to, Get it, Get out of any space. You know, the quarterback is... The pocket's collapsing a lot quicker. Like, what, what happened? What happened to these guys? Because it was almost the exact same starting unit. It's not that anything necessarily happened to those guys. It's just that having a dual-threat quarterback just did so many different things for the offense. When that guy was a threat to take off at any point in time, defenses had to scheme completely different. And... It just made the offense that much better. He made that offense that much better. Now, we're going to see Rainer in 2023. I I, I have no idea. I mean, he's a a true freshman. He's young, young, clearly. Now, he is on campus right now. He was one of A-State's early enrollees. So, he is, you know... Getting to get acclimated to college life before the college season he is getting to go through a spring install. He is getting to get acclimated to what is going to be expected of him in the weight room, getting acclimated to a collegiate diet and nutrition plan. He is going through all of that and he's going to have a head start on his counterparts that arrive on campus in uh, in the summer. But as far as you know how much of him we'll see if we'll see him. It's a big question. But when we're talking about just pure potential, that's a guy that I'm really, really, really hyped up about. 9303776, by the way, is the phone number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. As we are talking about signing day, of course, there is some big national news out there as well. Tom Brady has retired today. It's also National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Danny Green making his debut for the Memphis Grizzlies today. Just kinda of a lot a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Let's go to the phones and check in with Davey. How are you?
7: I'm good. uh I heard you was uh uh mentioning some good news. Uh uh can you tell me uh uh about Danny about Danny Green or uh, what team did he uh, play with and then uh uh, did uh, Memphis make a trade?
1: Well, they made a trade at the end of last season and brought in Danny Green, and, and he was hurt, so he hasn't been able to suit up yet for the Memphis Grizzlies. So uh, he was moved on the PR report from out to, to questionable, so everybody does anticipate that he is making his debut tonight against Portland. But uh, But last year he played for the Phillies. But he hasn't been on the court in, in quite a while.
7: Okay, so... Uh, uh The Phillies,
1: excuse me. He played I, for the 76ers, wrong sports. He played in Philadelphia, okay. but, uh, but wrong sport there, my bad.
7: Okay, uh, do you know how good this opponent is going to do against Memphis tonight?
1: You know, Portland is always a, a challenging team because they've still got Dame. I have not looked at... Much about the Trailblazers at all. In fact, to be honest with you, um, they are under five hundred this year. Couple games under five hundred. This game is at FedEx Forum, which helps the Grizzlies a lot because their home record is just is is so much better at home than it is on the road. But Lillard's always a, a challenge to deal with. Uh, he's averaging thirty points per game as I pull up the stats here. He's has been great. He is going to continue to be great. He's going to be tough to deal with tonight.
7: What about the other guys on the team besides him? Uh, I know he's doing great, but uh, does the other guys uh, know to do great, too? You know, like you said, Jaron Jackson, he was doing great, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jaron Jackson, I think, is playing with a little something to prove right now, at least defensively. So he's coming off of a really good game uh, for the Grizz as uh, he tries to, you know, kind of outrun some Reddit message board posts or some Reddit Host or whatever you want to want to call it, like uh, he'll play well. John Morant will play well tonight because they always do. they the team leaders there in Memphis.
7: Yeah. Do you uh do you think that Portland have a chance to uh beat Memphis, or do you think that Memphis have a chance to beat Portland?
1: I mean, I'm gonna roll with the Grizzlies because I think they're a better team. Um, but you know, they're also I don't know if they've quite figured out how they can thrive on offense without Steven Adams. At this point in time, they're still working through that. And again, if Dame gets hot, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game. Uh, therefore, for Memphis, he's coming off of a forty-two point performance against the Hawks. He's he's still a great player that can light it up.
7: Yeah, uh, the other guys on the team that can uh, play just like Jackson, or uh, do they have different ways of playing uh, from Jackson? Uh, uh, those two seven footers, uh, those three seven footers, they they really are are the leaders of Memphis Grizzlies. But uh, do you think that any other team like Portland or uh, the Lakers or any other team like that will have a chance to uh, beat uh, Memphis? Or do you think Memphis is going to uh, continue to do what they do until the postseason or if it's not already a postseason? Or do you, think, do you think they have a chance to go to the championship game?
1: Yeah, of course. Look, they put together a good season. Um, a lot of that will depend on everybody getting healthy at the right time. You know, we just saw a handful of games where they've been healthy all at the same time. So you got to get Steven Adams back, make sure his PCL is okay, and then continue to do some other roster management and injury management for some of the other guys on that team that have beat up. Do they have a chance to make it to the finals? Of course. They got to play better than they did on that West Coast road trip, though. They looked like trash in a lot of those games. Davey, we appreciate okay. the phone call today. We got to take a break, sir. All right, dear. We'll see you. And we will step aside for a break. We'll come back, uh, dive into some national news. Also, hey, why not kind of follow up on that Danny Green conversation when we come back? But we do need to step aside first. We'll return right after this here on The Ticket.
0: Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on
10: The Ticket Radio Network. So if you're ready to lose weight and you want to lose weight in a healthy way, it's time to turn to the team at Elite Total Health. Y'all, Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 4,300 pounds and counting. Yes, it's real. It's proven to work. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now you've probably heard of semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. Semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. So don't trust Billy Bob's tanning and tires with your health and weight loss medication. Turn to the clinic that has the people in place that do this every single day. Elite Total Health has multiple weight loss medications available, including semaglutide. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro.
4: Cupid's Arrow is struck at Gamble Home. It's a special sale for couples this February as you can now buy one chair and get the second half price. Accent chairs, recliners, dining chairs, and stressless chairs. Plus buy a Lazy Boy sofa and love seat and get a free TV and $100 off a recliner. Don't wait. This sale ends February 26th or while supplies last at Gamble Home in the Farville Curve and in the Uptown Shopping Center. Shop local and give local at Gamble Home.
6: Some exclusions
4: apply. See store for details.
2: Trucks, clothes, and fashion have changed drastically over the 68 years our family has been in the car business. But one thing that hasn't changed is the Glensane commitment to serving our customers and communities. Throughout our history, our customers and employees have become family. Our history of quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships have kept our customers coming back for over four generations. Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, the Glensane dealerships look forward to serving you
5: and your family for years to come.
4: Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive-thru is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC.
5: Visiting with track star Cameron Newton-Smith about how she came from Australia to Arkansas State.
1: I opened my last messenger message on Facebook that I'd gotten from a coach and it happened to be Coach Vining. I responded and came on a visit, really liked it, committed, came, that was about it.
5: Well, there you go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Facebook yeah. Messenger coming oh. through.
1: Yeah, I think I made a good choice.
4: I like it. Me, too. So, yeah.
11: It's the second to none podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast.
4: Roxanne Watson is on a mission. Hello, how are you doing today? She wants more people to register as organ, eye, and tissue donors. Are you an organ donor?
6: Yes, I am. Yay! My goal is to sign up the most people in the United States.
4: (laughs) What drives her? Roxanne's own life was saved through the gift of a heart transplant, made possible by an organ donor.
6: I decided that day that I was going to devote myself to the cause of organ donation and signing people up and honoring my donor by doing that.
4: Now she's back to health, and she's a powerful force, helping to save lives every day through her work. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life.
6: Eight people can be helped with the major organs, and up to 50 people can be helped with a little bit of everything. And when you think about it that way, that you could help that many people, it's amazing. It really is. Learn more and sign up as an organ eye and
4: tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration.
0: On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out. Uh, 15 minutes away from a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, looking forward to, to that. Which member of the A-State signing class of 2023 are you the most excited about? I mean, the full class. So I'm talking about uh, both the guys that signed back in December, the guys that are signing today, uh, the guys that are high school commits, or the guys that are transfer portal guys, just anybody in this class, which right now is sitting at, I believe, 38 players, 29 announced in December, and additional nine more announced uh, so far today. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. I've been uh, kind of cheating with our question today, which again, which member of the A-State signing class are you the most excited about? And I've kind of been going positionally, which is not the question I ask you. But, uh, oh well. But, look, I, I'm excited about the return of Corey Rocker. I really am. I know people have mixed feelings about a player who departs your program and then comes back and, you know, what that can mean. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if Butch Jones thought that, you know, Corey Rucker could come back and help this team, um, if his teammates thought that he could come back and, and help this team, that I mean, if, if they're good with it, then why, why should I sit here and complain about it? Because ultimately, their thoughts on it are significantly more important than mine. Now, I'm going to share my thoughts on it anyways, because that's what I do for two hours. to run my mouth. But, but, you know, clearly he has the receiving skills to make this unit better. And that's huge, because you go back and you look at, at A-State's receiving core last year, and four of the five top receivers for this team— in terms of yards, in terms of touchdowns, in terms of receptions, those guys are gone. A State's top receiver last year, of course, was Sadie Triore, both in yards and receptions and touchdowns. He went to go hang out with Coach Prime. Second on the list in terms of catches, in terms of yards, was Champ Fleming. He has graduated. Fleming, excuse me. Fourth on the list in terms of total catches, in terms of total yards. In terms of, and actually tied for third, in terms of of touchdowns, was Johnny Lang. He has graduated. Fifth, in terms of catches, in terms of yards, was DeValence Hunt. He has graduated. So, while this does leave Jeff Warman behind, while you've still got Adam Jones, while you've got some potential there from Dave Eric Jenkins, while I think uh, they can certainly throw some more passes Emmanuel Stevenson's way, you don't have a lot of tried and true and tested talent there at wide receivers at wide receiver. And you know, an upgrade in talent at that wide receiver position is, is going to make any and every quarterback on this roster look better as well. So you had to, had to address that position. And so a state did again today with the announcement of Corey Rucker returning to the fold. The team will have two years of eligibility remaining and then flashing back to December. A-State also brought in from the portal Courtney Jackson out of Syracuse and then brought in some high school commitments at wide receiver, excuse me, signees at wide receiver as well. And Tanel Bryant out of Cincinnati uh, high school. Archbishop Mola in Cincinnati. Chauncey Cobb, uh, a wide receiver. Clyde Curry, wide receiver. Is that it? So four that were brought in. In December. And then another announced today. So overall. Five wide receivers in this class. Two portal guys. Three high school players. And I apologize. I skipped right over DeAndre Burns. And I don't know how I possibly did that. Certainly do not want to look over. A phenomenal Arkansas. Standout. From El Dorado. So my bad there. So let me me retally. Again, A-State brought in six, six players in that wide receiver room. So you had to overhaul that room. They did. They went out and addressed that. Good stuff there. Nationally today, honestly, there's not a lot of, (laughs) I think we're bucking the trend in the sense that there's, there's not necessarily a lot of signing day talk probably going on nationally. One, because I'm guessing what 85% now of, of, prospects probably signed during the early period so there's just not nearly as much news to talk about on a day like today and then, of course you know Tom Brady had to go out and and upstage any and all other news earlier this morning by uh, dropping a video stating that he was retiring after well the most decorated career in the the NFL you can make uh, the argument that he is the goat of goats um, in terms of what he was able to accomplish in his career with his seven Super Bowl rings and his 23 seasons played. I don't have all his stats in front of me. All of you that are Brady super fans, you'll be able to talk about how many yards he threw for in his career and, and this, that, and the other, how many total touchdowns. He He did not have a good 2022. That's not a secret. In fact, probably his worst season in professional football. Part of that was due to the team. Tampa Bay had all kinds of offensive line issues and injuries, and of course they finished with an 8-9 record, and then they lost immediately in the playoffs in a very unenjoyable game to watch to the Dallas Cowboys. That was unenjoyable for anybody to watch unless you were a Cowboys fan because the just looked awful. One of the least competitive games that we've seen in the entire playoffs. Brady was still statistically fine himself he threw for almost 4,700 yards and completed a lot of his passes but uh, there is some argument today or some discussions today about how his retirement is coming a year too late and and again certainly in terms of uh, from the team perspective they did not accomplish near as much as he had in previous seasons but I don't think this year in any way shape or form actually tarnished Brady's legacy. One, the legacy was so, 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 so built up at this point in time that he would have had to have gone out and just stunk, I mean, individually and team-wise, for this year to really hamper his legacy. I mean, I'm talking like a 50% completion percentage and a team that won two games and would be in the running for the very first pick in next year's NFL draft. But that didn't happen. It was just a season that, based on the previous insane standards, in numbers that Brady has put up through his entire career, it was subpar compared to that. Overall, a phenomenal, phenomenal career. And again, it is, uh, the retirement is, is believed to be sticking this time. As it was one year ago today when Brady announced his initial retirement, only to go back on that 40 days later. I'll be interested to see now how Fox Sports starts to work him into the equation as he is now signed to a 10-year broadcasting deal with the network. So when will some of those conversations start up? Uh, It would be really interesting if they have him on for some football coverage ahead of the Super Bowl. Would they go ahead and, and throw him into the fire? Of course, he would not be there as a Keller commentator or as an analyst or anything like that, but could they throw him in there for a segment during the pregame? I mean, the pregame, a Super Bowl pregame is hours and hours long. Could that be the next time we see him on our TVs? Would certainly not not be stunned at all. There is some additional football news today. Probably not getting nearly (laughs) the amount of conversation as Tom Brady's retirement or even as signing day. But uh, just in case you really wanted to keep tabs on yet another football league, the Arena Football League has put out a statement today in response to their future business plans. It is a two-word statement. Quote, we're back. End quote. So for those of you... Uh, that we're not going to be able to be busy enough this offseason with the XFL or the CFL or the USFL, well, soon enough, you will once again have the AFL. Fun times ahead. Hey, let's step aside. When we come back, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, is going to be here with us. In the studio looking forward to that conversation. It's on the way right after this here on the ticket.
0: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All
1: right, boys, well, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara
0: Richie on the workday red zone. Uh. This is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers. Hi, this is Robbie Forkam from Jonesboro, Arkansas. Our experience with Roof Raiders was top notch. They did a thorough inspection and explained exactly what needed to be done to fix our problem. Then they followed through with the plan to repair our chimney area where others had failed. No more leaks and we couldn't be happier with their work.
2: Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top.
0: Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads.
10: And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com.
4: Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup Savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC.
10: Sometimes the easiest upgrades make a home feel brand new and new flooring is often one of those updates. Swapping worn out floors or dated looking carpet for luxurious wood look vinyl plank is a quick and affordable way to transform a dated space into a modern home you can be proud of. With the largest selection of in-stock vinyl plank flooring at the guaranteed lowest price, Home Outlet is the destination for all of your home remodel needs. Visit the Team at your local 100% employee-owned home outlet today.
1: Hi there, this is Tara and Henry Ford here from Harris Ford. You know, things have changed in the auto retail business. Here at Harris Ford, we are doing our best to make those changes for the better. Come and experience a better way to buy your next ride. At Harris Ford, we add to our inventory daily to make sure you have the selection you want. See our catalog of vehicles at harris-ford.com. Or even better, come give one a test drive. President's Award Service is what we offer at Harris Ford. Exit 85 off 67 in Newport.
2: Jonesboro Dental Care, offering exceptional dentistry with a personal touch. Dr. Jonathan Cook and Dr. Mark Kingston have been voted best cosmetic dentist of NEA three years running. They're an Invisalign provider as well as implants, crowns, veneers, and restorative dentistry while placing an emphasis on preventative dentistry. Located at 2500 Browns Lane in Jonesboro, 870-340-2529. At Jonesboro Dental Care, exceptional dental care and top-notch service are the cornerstone of our practice.
5: Hello, this is Sidney Moncrief, former Razorback and NBA player. I know what it means to be strong defensively. You can help your team win. When it comes to COVID-19, your best defense is a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting the vaccine makes you a true team player, helping protect those people around you, especially those at high risk. So when it's your turn, don't miss your shot.
4: I know I didn't sponsored by this station the arkansas broadcasters association and uams so i'm having this debate with a landlord
0: i said no pets can't rent you the apartment
4: my dog is not a pet look i'm legally blind i need my guide dog
11: sorry those are the rules
4: rules that allow for housing discrimination so i made a call to hud turns out landlords must make reasonable accommodations for assistance animals
5: if you think you've been discriminated against, call HUD at
10: 1-800-669-9777 or go to hud.gov fairhousing fair housing.
9: Fair housing is your right. Use it.
10: A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance.
0: Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still with you here in the ticket studio as we welcome in everybody's favorite taxi driver, voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Need a ride, Eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six. Just dial them up.
5: One of my many duties. But I, you know, I don't mind bringing employees into work. I'd do it for you. I'd do it for Ryan James.
2: I appreciate that, Matt.
5: Thank yeah. you.
1: I mean, you could also just let us stay home. <laughs> <laughs> I say that, well, I kid. It's, I
5: said that yesterday. I know. And I thought, well, it's National Signing Day. We do need Kara to come to work today.
1: There, Look, there has been plenty of news today to keep us busy, not just locally, but nationally as well. So I'd, I'd, I had to give you a little bit of grief, but I'm not actually complaining because we've had a good time talking about
5: Absolutely. Uh, this
1: 2023 signing class today. I want to start here with our com question. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as you've looked over... Some of these guys that signed back in December, the guys that um, are being announced today, you know, is is there a guy in this signing class that you're the most excited about?
5: You know, I I think just the recent news, you know, coming out the last couple of days with JT Shrout, uh, I think that was because it's the one that we've. Found out about most recently, I think it's uh, the one that uh, i'm excited about the most right now, just because we we knew that we needed somebody else to come in to help out that quarterback room and to provide some depth there and uh, have somebody with experience and for somebody with you know just the resume already that you know j t has going to Tennessee and then to Colorado and has started on the power five level I think you know that really makes you feel more comfortable about that position. I'm still excited about Jackson Daly. I'm still excited uh, about our, our other young quarterbacks, the high school guys that that we've been able to bring in. But at the same time, we needed somebody like a J.T. Shrout. And I remember, you know, talking to Coach Jones uh, here in the last week, week and a half, and he told me they thought Shrout was the best quarterback available in the portal and they were really going hard after him and I know we had a lot of competition so the fact that we were able to uh, get JT to come to Arkansas State uh, I think says a lot and you know uh, right now I'm, I'm most excited about him if you if you have to choose one person but I know and I've been listening to you today and and I've enjoyed it you know just hearing about the quarterback room and the offensive line room and I'm kind of nodding my head thinking yeah we're a lot better at these positions but you really can't name a position group right now where you don't feel better than what you did at the end of last season and that goes for the defensive side of the ball as well and you say well I mean, you lose a guy like Kenny Harris at corner, and I was a huge Kenny Harris fan. Mm -hmm. He transfers, you know, goes uh, to Oklahoma State, and, you know, we have a a big void there at corner. Well, we brought in two, you know, transfers, a couple of portal guys at that corner spot, signed them today, and and you got to feel good about those two. And then um, you say, well, what about Sadu Traore? Well, yeah, he's gone, but I, I think that, uh, that particular room, that tight end room, was one that you already felt really good about, yeah. as far as everybody else uh, that's in there right now. And uh, I think that we have upgraded at, at every position group. Uh, they've done a good job at continuing to stick with their, you know, their overall plan. Uh, they've stayed, uh, I think, diligent is a good word here because they, you know, Coach Jones has said, "Hey, we're going to do this." You know, through high school players, they've continued to recruit good high school players. They've turned in back-to-back number one recruiting classes, and they've also addressed some immediate needs through the portal. So, uh, all in all, 38 new players on the yeah. roster. we got a lot of guys to learn, and uh, I look forward to doing that uh, very soon.
1: In the meantime, though, you'll get to, you know, talk about a team that you're plenty familiar with, Although unfortunately, the guys that are available, game in and game out, seems to be ever changing. But A-State men's basketball, of course, trying to just navigate some some pretty significant injury and, and health issues. Unfortunately, uh, an over two road trip, uh, just some some tough tests there at, at Southern Miss and Southern Miss, Southern Miss and App State last week.
5: Yeah, um, I think you know, the schedule has, has not helped us out at all through this stretch, especially with all the guys that have been hurt during this time and you know the fact that you know you play a couple of road games against two good teams where you've got eight scholarship players available in both um, you know is far from ideal but look you know we say yeah eight scholarship players available but you know Caleb Fields we've talked about him he's been playing hurt all season long and uh, has had that fractured wrist since December and you know continues to play through it and because of and I love Caleb Fields I mean he, he's just as, as tough as they come and I remember sitting there with coach Pilato on Thursday night after the Southern Miss game and we're talking about it in the post game show and he said you look Caleb fell on that wrist really yeah. hard tonight uh, of course he didn't play most of the second half against Southern Miss and uh, you know he, he told me both on and off the air you know, he may be out for a while. He he may be out for the season. I mean, that, that was our worst case scenario. And what do you know, Caleb's right back in the starting lineup on Saturday. He continues to play through the pain. I know he's not playing the way he wants to right now because of the injuries, but uh, he's doing the best he can. And then – you know, Aladeen Butayev gets injured in practice uh, early last week. He didn't uh, play the two games last week. He's probably out a few more uh, weeks. So that helps you – or, excuse me, hurts you as far as your post-depth. And, um, yeah, I, I, I know that Coach Bilotto has talked about maybe getting Caleb London back. So there's another body that uh, you've only had for three games this season. Uh, so it, it's been a rough go as far as the injuries are concerned. The – The games themselves this past week, um, I mean, you're down six at the half at Southern Miss, a team that's undefeated on their home floor. I think they're the most physical team in the league, and uh, I'm really curious to see how far that takes them in the tournament. But our guys were right there until Caleb gets hurt. I thought points off turnovers was big in that game. We only turned it over nine times against a team that pressed us most of the game, and then... They're able to turn nine turnovers into 15 points. And then it was the same category that kind of jumped off the page on Saturday, a game in which you're you're right there most of the game at Appalachian State, and still have a chance in the final two or three minutes, and points off turnovers. It turned it over 14 times, which isn't a huge number. It's higher than, than you want to have, but... App turned it into 20 points off those 14 turnovers, and it just ended up being a killer for us on the road.
1: Looking ahead to this week, Thursday and Saturday at First National Bank Arena. Saturday is, is Coastal Carolina, but looking at Thursday, it's it's a rematch. This is a a game A State has already played. Unfortunately, did not go the Red Wolves' way in Mobile and just really struggled offensively. You know what does what does A State have to do better this time around, particularly on on offense, to be able to hang with the Jags?
5: Well, yeah, 45 points in that first meeting. Uh, you know, one thing we got to do is, is start scoring earlier in the shot clock. You know, there's so many times where we're running down inside the final five seconds of the shot clock, and I think that's that's something Coach Bilotto has continued to address with the team. They want to score more in transition. We, we really didn't score uh, much at all in transition, uh, especially against South Alabama that first time around. So, if we can get out in the open court, some I, I think that would be a big key. You know, the thing for South Alabama, uh, you know, that really stands out. You know, they, they've got a couple of a couple of very good players, and Isaiah Moore, who's uh, top five in the league right now in scoring, and then Kevin Samuel, who's the active Division One leader in rebounds. Uh, he, uh, I think, is second on the active list in block shots. He's a seven footer. He wears number 21. He looks physically exactly like Joel Embiid. You'll notice that when you see him out there uh, on the floor tomorrow night. Uh, it, it's uh, it, it's kind of uh, strange watching him out there, but yeah. you, you'll pick up on it right away. That That's just the way he looks. He actually started every game for three years at TCU transferred to florida gulf coast was defensive player of the year in that league last year and then transferred uh once again to south alabama but uh he is a big time presence we had a uh, huge problem with him uh the first time around when we played him so hopefully you know we can uh do a better job uh with kevin samuel tomorrow night
1: got any good cliff ellis stories
5: oh cliff ellis you know and He's been so good to Coach Bellato, and uh, I know C- <laughs> Coach Bellato thinks the world of him. They uh, they kind of buddied up. I think the very first time they were together at one of the the coaches' meetings with the conference. But thing I always remember about Cliff Ellis is we had the rain delay at First National Bank Arena. I think maybe four years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember it was the back end of a women's men's doubleheader. There was a tornado that hit right after or uh, there were tornadoes in the area, but there was very heavy rain and the roof was leaking and it was coming down onto the floor and they had to stop the leak and we ended up being delayed about an hour and a half. And I remember I was out on the floor. I was out there with Kelly Dampfus and uh, Randy Knowles, whoever else was out there. Uh, at mid court, and Cliff Ellis just comes walking out, you know, hands in his pockets and looks like he's just, you know, strolling down the street and he comes over to us and he he's like, hey, we'll play whenever. I mean, he was just the coolest customer yeah. you've ever seen. I mean, um, I, I don't think he gets recognized nearly enough for just his accomplishments. Uh, he's he's in a very select. Category. As far as uh, Division one head coaches and and the fact that he 's won as many games as he has at four different schools, I think he 's the only coach ever to win a certain amount of games at four different uh, division one institutions and know uh, yeah, truly is a legend, and I know he 's got the respect of everybody else, all of his peers in the in the sun belt
1: he's also a musician and author, a gourmet cook, and a one time ostrich farmer
5: that too ostrich farming.
1: It's in the it's in his Wikipedia. So.
5: <laughs>
1: he, I, I don't have any more details on I that. Don't, but. I don't
5: think I've ever seen him just get emotional on the sideline. I mean, he's just such a cool customer.
1: We're gonna do some more research into the ostrich farming between now and now and that That's game on nice. on Saturday. That is that is fascinating. I knew there was something in his bio that just really kind of made you raise your eyebrows, but I couldn't quite remember exactly what it was. But but that'll do it. Uh, between now and, and tip off tomorrow, I know that there is a new podcast that has dropped that you were really excited about. Tell us what folks can hear on the Secretary yeah of the one podcast. of
5: the best interviews we've ever done on this podcast. Uh, we did the other day with Cameron Newton Smith. We put it out yesterday. I highly encourage you to check it out. Just uh, a fantastic story, a fantastic young person. Uh, you know, Cameron's from Australia. Uh, her story just growing up the accomplishments she had when she was a you know in junior high high school age were uh, really impressive and you know she decided she was going to come to the United States uh, her story about actually getting to Arkansas State is really interesting but she's had quite a journey just in, in her time here and now you know she just uh, Did something amazing this past Thursday at Texas Tech and, uh, you know, set the school and Sunbelt Conference record in the uh, pentathlon and uh, is number five in the world as we speak in the pentathlon. And uh, she's worked really hard and and uh, she got a little emotional in the interview. We appreciated her opening up because she's she's had two different times where she has qualified for nationals and hours literally a couple of hours before she was scheduled to compete in 2020 at nationals COVID hits yeah and it shuts it down and then the following year she had qualified for nationals and she's at the conference meet had already qualified for nationals but she tears her achilles doing the high jump so she's qualified twice and hasn't been able to compete and you can tell it just it means a lot to her and with the way this indoor season is going, she's got a real good yeah. chance at going to nationals once again. And hopefully this time she can finally compete.
1: Yeah, national collegiate leader. That uh, that gets you in the door. No doubt about it. But that uh, that podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. That's right.
5: Second to none.
1: And then we'll hear you on the call tomorrow night for A-State South Alabama at First National Bank Arena. And uh, again, if anybody needs a ride today. Let's call us up on the right fiber hotline 9303776 we'll see what we do hurry can.
5: up my uh, my uber <laughs> schedule is is filling <laughs> up quick
1: thanks for hanging out with us today uh we'll take one more break come back uh do one last look over this signing class and see what else Uh, What other news is out there before we wrap it up on today's Workday Red Zone? Keep it with us on The Ticket. The
0: only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And
8: when you speak of him, you speak well.
0: Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone.
5: The Ace Day women play at Coastal Carolina Thursday at 5 on the Ticket Radio Network, while the men host South Alabama at 7 on 107.9 K-5. Red Wolves basketball brought to you in part by Hytrill Vision Care Center, Hilltop Family Dentistry, George Kell Motors, Bills Cost Plus, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, WT Equipment, Crown Limousine, Collision Repair, Discount Metal Roofing, Glen Sane Motors, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Hijinx, Wright Fiber, First Security Bank, and Denso Manufacturing. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online
3: sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit betley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700.
10: In a new year with many changes to come, one thing you can always count on staying the same is Mr. T's being open 365 days a year in 2023. Mr. T's is the home of the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross those Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr.
3: T's at Riverside.
2: Jonesboro Dental Care, offering exceptional dentistry with a personal touch. Dr. Jonathan Cook and Dr. Mark Kingston have been voted best cosmetic dentist of NEA three years running. They're an Invisalign provider as well as implants, crowns, veneers, and restorative dentistry while placing an emphasis on preventative dentistry. Located at 2500 Browns Lane in Jonesboro, 870-340-2529. At Jonesboro Dental Care, exceptional dental care and top-notch service are the cornerstone
3: of our practice. Farmers, before you book your 2324 corn and Milo, call Pico Foods. Pico Foods is buying both new crop and stored corn and Milo right now at competitive prices. The eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy corn and Milo from farmers year-round and at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9380. All
10: right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and I gotta be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start.
9: I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from.
10: I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits
9: right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn & Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love
10: Honey Hush.
9: Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay,
10: so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush.
9: Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush.
3: The EAB Sports Network is your home for Northeast Arkansas high school boys and girls basketball all season long. You can hear the Jonesboro Hurricane on 95.9 The Wolf. The Valley View Blazers on News Talk 102.1 KBTF, The Brooklyn Bearcats on 101.7 KISS FM. And the Nettleton Raiders on 101.35 FM. High School Basketball on the EAB Sports Network is presented by First National Bank, NDA Baptist, Kavanaugh Auto Group, Domino's Pizza, and Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine.
0: You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the workday red zone.
1: Home stretch here on the workday red zone. So if you can talk quickly, we got the phones open for you at nine three oh three seven seven six in the right fiber hotline. What player out of this A State signing class are you most looking for? forward to seeing which one are you most excited about joining the Red Wolves. that's today's Kevin question. A day like today uh, might have you reevaluating your your vehicle. Uh, not that we get this weather a ton, but when we do get it, it is nice to be able to actually leave the house without being terrified you're going to end up in, in a ditch. so maybe maybe you need to shop for something with with all-wheel drive at this point in time. Well thankfully, you don't have to get out and about in this weather. To look for a new vehicle, you can start the search at CavanaughCars.com. They've got all of their inventory for you there online, whether it's a brand new vehicle or whether it's one that's just going to be new to you. Once you pick out that nice, shiny, new all-wheel drive vehicle, (laughs) you can also go ahead right there online and get pre-approved for your purchase. uh, Find out what your trade-in is worth, calculate your payments, all that stuff. It's online at CavanaughCars.com. Again, a lot of signing day talk here for us on the program. Uh, regionally, some big news today for the Grizzlies that Danny Green is going to be suiting up for the first time for Memphis tonight. Just a veteran source of of consistency, of dependability for this team. And uh, of course, yeah, something we haven't seen yet. Missed the first 50 games of the season. But this adds a new wrinkle to the Grizzlies in, in a couple of ways, potentially on the court. With his three-point shooting, or maybe as a trade piece. It's going to be interesting to watch the Grizzlies tonight and see how they look, see how they operate with Green uh, potentially in the mix. It is believed he has been upgraded to questionable. It is believed that he's going to be out there tonight for Memphis as they take on Portland in a game that you can hear right here on The Ticket. Nationally, the big news, of course, Tom Brady's retirement as he put out a video earlier this morning that he is hanging it up for good this time. And you know what I, I learned today? And I, I honestly can't figure out if, I, if this was news that I had heard before or a little tidbit I had heard before and just forgot about it, or if this is brand new information. I, I, I guess all of these years I've completely looked over the fact that Tom Brady was drafted out of high school as a catcher for the Montreal Expos. Now clearly he decided not to join the Expos. He his career did not go in that direction, but but your fun fact of today Officially today, the last active professional athlete drafted by the Expos has retired. I thought that was a pretty neat fun fact. And one that goodness gracious, how did I how did I not know that? How have I not seen that news item over these years? Or did I learn it and forget it? There's no telling. Uh, We will talk more about Arkansas State signing class tomorrow because this afternoon there is going to be a press conference with head coach Butch Jones as well as some of the Arkansas State enrollees. I do do anticipate that's still the case. The early enrollees will be speaking as well. Originally, this was supposed to happen on campus, but for obvious reasons, uh, this is going to be a Zoom media session, so I look forward to discussing more about uh, the signing class tomorrow. Again, nine signees announced today. To go over them again before we get out of here, you got a pair of quarterbacks, one in high school, standout Christian Hunt from Redondo Union High School in California, three star guy there. Additionally, JT Shrout, a Colorado transfer who originally began his career at Tennessee, was announced today. Manny Stokes, cornerback transfer cornerback transfer from Coastal Carolina, Dante Thompson, cornerback transfer from Incarnate Word, uh, both beef up this Red Wolves secondary. Also on defense, linebacker Gavin Potter was announced today. He transferred out of Kansas and on the offensive side of things, offensive lineman Jalen Cunningham from Ole Miss became official today as well. Uh, wide receiver, A-State brought in a new old face in <laughs> Corey Rucker, who transfers back after spending a year in South Carolina. In special teams-wise, A-State added high school kicker Clune Van Andel from Forest Hills Eastern High School in Michigan and long snapper Lucas Ott of Webb City High School in Missouri. All in all, 38 new additions in both the December and the February signing period. Again, we'll have more on that tomorrow, but today, hey, it's a wrap for us here on the Workday red zone. Appreciate Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, hanging out with us today. Should have that interview up for you later at 95.3theticket.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next. I believe the drive is taking a snow day. Hopefully, uh, all of our regularly scheduled programming will be back for you tomorrow, including uh, starting off the morning with the front row with Budrow at 7, RWRC Radio with JC at 10, and then we'll be back for the Workday Red zone tomorrow at noon. So, for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great and safe day.